when I did my like little dabble with hardcore, which I would really love yes. to do more of, but I just don't. I I don't have the time to run it alongside. Yeah. I don't want to just do it on it. I don't want to only do that. Um and um because it's not really conducive to making like lots of varied content. Um, uh, but I'd love to go back to it. And the the little bit that I did there, the couple of streams that I did at the end of the the previous wipe. It just changes your loot priority so much because you're just like, will I use this item? Will I use this item for everything? As opposed yeah. to like, and there's so many things, like even just stuff that you like auto pick up and you're like, actually, I don't need rubles. Because if you yeah. like ban yourself from buying anything, what do you need money for? Like you literally don't like it. You can't, does not, it has no use. Yeah. Yeah. And that's Sorry. really like people watching are like, oh my God, you, you, you didn't loot the graphics card. What's wrong with you, man? It's it's like twenty million or whatever, you know. Yeah, and you're like, well, I'm not even allowed to sell it to the trader, so yeah, um, it's not. It has no value to me. Yeah, yeah. or even maybe not use the. High I app. need a spark plug. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Welcome to Scap Talk, an escape from Tarkov podcast with a focus on the continued development of the game passionate analysis theory crafting and general gameplay discussions my name is church i do content creation video editing and general live streaming and i'm gigabeef a talk of youtuber bringing many beginner and intermediate guides to help players improve their gameplay knowledge and confidence and welcome to the show so here we are another week here we Again, are another week <laughs> how's it been going um good you know feeling better much better actually so that's really good and everyone in the families i think we're like the storm is past so we can see clearly now that's good that's yeah good. Really good and um yeah i haven't played any tarkov i've been like living vicariously through expelling ghosts and <laughs> my new favorite thing right now is viewer kits <laughs> <laughs> it is so much fun I've never done Dude, any of those. So I got the someone did a viewer kit to me, and that was so much fun. And then I started doing them to ghosts, and it's just been a blast, dude. It's been a blast. I've been loving it. I made a joke in this chat. I was like, I'm gonna have to actually start playing to like fund these viewer kits for you. <laughs> Cause sometimes they'll be ridiculous. Like one one like the first one I did, I gave him a Mark 18, Slick, like just everything, GL. Um, oh, the Mark that. 18 had like the therm, the flur on it, oh, and what, what was like an MP9 that was like intended to be used in his like rig <laughs> as like a <laughs> hotkey to like hotkey it. Yeah, <laughs> love it. I yeah, it. it was a lot of fun. That's a question actually about the about that. Like, if you have it hotkeyed in the mm -hmm. rig and you use it, like, where does it go? It just, it just stays. It just stays in your rig, right? Uh, yeah, but it doesn't yeah. pull into your. It doesn't pull into one of your one or two slots. No, it's like think so. I've four or five. Actually, yeah. I've only done it once. It's been <laughs> super, yeah, once. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, this week I've kind of been playing a, a bit. Um, you know that I don't play a huge amount in the week anyway, but I yeah. have been playing a bit. And I've been playing some like budget kits mainly. It's interesting. I've been playing like mm. AKs with BT. Because I've been trying to do that quest yeah. change where you have to kill the dudes with the respirator on. Mm -hmm. And I've quite enjoyed myself, I have to say. Like, I've actually quite enjoyed myself. And I think it's one thing that I've been surprised at is I've always kind of, like, I don't, I don't like, dislike BT, but I don't really use it myself because 
I just think it's kind of a, like it's just just that side of bad for me. Yeah, not to use it in most situations. But like, there was a bunch of people wearing level four, which it deals with fine. And there was a bunch of people wearing Karandamas, which turns out it deals with fine. And I was like, this is not maybe this is not as bad as I thought it was. Like, it's really it's not it's not great if you come up against something with a lot of durability on it. But it's honestly like much better for like budget runs than I gave it credit for. I had I had quite good success with it, and it's because it's tracer. It's actually kind of easier to shoot people over long range because you can see where the rounds are going. Because hmm. um, sometimes it can be quite can be quite difficult to like figure it out. You know, when like if is is my round hitting or not? Like it's quite hard because when the recoil jumps your scope, sometimes you can't really see where the where the round lands, especially if it's like at a decent distance. I was doing some. I actually did like a bunch of like random offline raids. I was doing like killing raiders offline with like MP7, just running around and um, just like practicing stuff. And then I was like going and killing Sturman on woods, and it was it was fascinating. That's kind of where the BT thing came in in handy because I was like trying to figure out what I was trying to do. Really, was I was trying to figure out like some ranging stuff for like shooter one in heaven onwards, mm-hmm. and and also the target shooter part seven where you have to kill people with like suppressed. Um, with a suppressed bolty and it's it was yeah it was interesting because it's actually quite difficult like i've been trying to use the i tried to use the dvl a bit last week on stream and dvl is cool and all but bolt action is just so hard it's so so hard it's so so hard but uh, yeah kind of i was like taking the ak with it and with bt i was like oh well i can see where i'm shooting at and stuff like that like get a good idea of more you know idea of ranging and that kind of thing so like it's yeah it's been interesting it's been interesting i've uh i've had i've had fun i've had fun doing that but what i did want to actually ask you as well i guess i guess the answer is probably no given um given what you said about like not really playing that much tarkov this week is that have you checked out or seen any higher dots I only wanted to touch on it briefly. I have seen a bit. Yeah, I watched some streams and yeah. I haven't played it though. You? I played it for like probably about oh, you did play 45 it. minutes. Yeah, I did actually, Very I did cool. actually play it because it was it was free and I picked it up yeah. and it was it was interesting. I wouldn't say it was like necessarily the best thing that I've ever played in my entire life, but it really wasn't it wasn't that bad. I only played one game mode though, which I kind of regret. I was playing like the gun game mode because I couldn't. I was just like, I just how does go? How does that um, work? You just get so it's like, um, have you played gun game like CS? Yeah, so it's like that. Yeah, so it's, so it's like that. So you like get you get a weapon and then you have to get like two kills with it and then it switches you to another weapon and then eventually you end up with like some ridiculous revolver and then you have to like stab somebody at the end. Um, gotcha. That kind of thing, and it was kind of cool. And it was on. It was on like a sort of uh what, what would you call it kind of like an industrially kind of like containers like warehouse kind of map thing and um i kind of forgot that i just did, i assumed it would just like move on to another map but it just kind of didn't because i just pressed like mm. oh let's just go i didn't spend enough time yeah. with it to actually then go and do anything else so i played like a couple of rounds of that and was like okay this is cool and then i had to go and do some other stuff so like i didn't, I didn't play again but it was interesting it was interesting it was you know it had uh had some like damage mechanics in it, some bleeding stuff, like fractures, things like that. And uh. then the one thing that kind of like made me just go like, huh? Like sit up was the the, the people dying noise is the same. <laughs> that was the weirdest thing for me because it feels like COD. It feels like a hybrid. It feels like a hybrid of, of 
cards into Tarkov. Mm-hmm. But then, like, because they've taken a lot of the assets from Tarkov, like the PMC death sound is the same. And it just feels yeah. like to me, because because you're so used to those sounds, it feels like kind of out of place. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're just like, oh, that sound's not supposed to be here. That's a, that's a sound from something else. And because it's like the identical like dot wav or whatever. It's yeah. like the same thing. And that's funny. Like, oh, that's quite yeah, that is quite funny. But it was quite it was it was quite cool. It was quite cool. And they um they've got like, you know, the, the sort of two different types of scopes kind of thing. You can flick between a longer range and a short range and like that kind of stuff. So there's like a lot of the Tarkov mechanics in like pretty, pretty fast time to kill. Same thing as EFT as well. Um, it seemed like, yeah, it seemed okay. It seemed like it, it could be okay, but it was like, I had an all right time. I didn't feel necessarily compelled to play a great deal more. And it did feel like the, some of the menus felt like a bit mobile gamey to me, but, mm-hmm. um, but it was like, it was, it was solid at least. Like I had, I had an okay time. I think, I've heard from some other people that, like in uh, the US, it's not as popular. It's not as like populated mm. in general. Um, but I mean, I in Europe, it was completely that. fine. It was like totally fine in Europe. Decent, decent pings, no lag. Didn't seem any issues particularly. I mean, I wasn't that familiar with the specific mechanics of the game, so it's hard to know when you, yeah, you play your first half. Yeah. Now. But um, but it was it was fun. It was fun. It kind of yeah. I was, I did think like, oh, I I don't know whether I just play COD instead, but um. It was definitely a, a good time. I might check it out again. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll. I'll have to see. I'll have to see. Especially, I'm, I think there's some other game modes that I haven't haven't seen, so it might be cool. I'm kind of interested to try it myself now. Um, I mean, I I like grew up on free to play shooters. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So it's like that. Um, yeah, I'm kind of interested to try it out. The whole thing's really interest interesting to me. I know, I know you say you don't want to spend a lot of time on it, but it's just like the whole history of everything is it's like the publish sorry the developers absolute soft which was if i understand correctly the history that was a branch or that was like i yeah. i don't know from what i've heard is that like they were one company and the battle state spun off and then i think they yeah just bigger because tarkov became so big but it's like the whole thing they worked in, on contract wars first and then mm-hmm. split off and these guys are making hard ops and battle state was making EFT, I, I think anyway, and I don't know, but I suspect just kind of given how free to play games have worked in the past, in my experience is that hired ops is basically just a reskin of not not even a reskin, but just like been repurposed from um, Contract Wars. Like it's the same assets and everything; it's just been repurposed into this more free to play. I assume I don't really know the details or everything, but yeah, that's kind of what I've heard. But given that, yeah, given I haven't played Contract Wars, it's kind of hard to know. So maybe like yeah. all of those assets are just like repurposed from Contract Wars in the first place, and like they've moved some of them into into hard ops, and then some of those got taken over into Tarkov. Just the oh, PMC dying <laughs> noise. It's just like, huh? I know that there was actually one thing that really annoyed me. One thing, one thing in particular that like somebody like just god like me would like find it really annoying which is the inability to map controls in exactly the same way as in tarkov that really just like oh that just really annoys me so i said about like the multiple types of scope i couldn't find yeah. a way to get control and something as a thing which is how i have it in tarkov i couldn't get it to work in hard off so i had to map it to a different key and i'm just like my muscle memory oh no yeah oh yeah. god i was like well i'm just using red dots then i'm not switching scopes. so it is possible 
but I ended up putting it on like another mouse button or something. I was like, I'm gonna have to actually purposefully remember and do it, do the thing. Um, but yeah, that's like this very smallest, most pernickety niggle of all time. Um, but I was like, oh, why? Don't make me, don't make me change my buttons. I hate it. I hate it. I hate having my buttons changed, honestly. It's like when I go from, I oh, from like Daisy over to PUBG over to Tarkov, whatever. I'm just like, let me map everything identically and like things that aren't yeah. identical. I'm like, go, oh, no. Oh, no. I, I don't really like change like that, to be honest. Yeah. So, yeah, it was good. I think it was worth checking out. I think it was worth checking out if you get to you get a chance, get a few, few spare moments. The rounds are pretty quick as well. So, you can just dip in and out. There's not really, you don't really gain or lose anything. So, there's no, you know, the talk of you know the knot of anxiety that's not there yeah. so that's nice <laughs> there's always a plus there's always a plus yeah, so, yeah i think i'm gonna game. try it out it's i mean it just yeah kind of yeah 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 it's fun. I'm, I'm really curious about some things so i want to see how they how they do the monetization that's really my biggest Thing I I'm think it's like, in. is it like skins? I think you can pay to progress faster. I only read this. I didn't actually see it, to be honest. But mm. I think you can like pay to progress quicker. I don't think it necessarily gives you any like actual real advantages. It might give you like more choices or something. So you might be able to choose more weapons, but I don't think that the weapons are necessarily better. Because you get you start off with some good guns, I think. And so um it's kind of just like give you more variety as opposed to necessarily giving you like an inherent advantage, which is which is fine. And cosmetics, I'm I'm completely cool with cosmetics. You can sell as many cosmetics mm-hmm. as you like. That have no bearing on the game, do that all you want. Um, there are, I mean, there are, there obviously are lines, but it's you know, in in general as a principle, I'm completely cool with that. It's a great way to monetize free games, in my opinion. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think it's, I think it's good. I think it's good. Um, good on hard ops. Is that it? We good? We good there? Yeah. Yeah. There was something that I wanted to mention about, which I hadn't run into really before because I kind of I kind of started noticing it, right? And I hadn't run into it before because I didn't have my graphics settings very high with my old PC. And I noticed this like really weird bug with some of the settings because I turned a load of them on, right? Because I was just like testing them out. And I was like, well, I'll just turn them off if there's issues. And there's like particular problems looking through trees at sea. And it took me a while to actually figure out exactly what the problem was. And I actually, I actually pulled up my graphic settings so they have them to hand, so I could figure out which which one it was. And it's the SSR setting, which is. And what is it with the water? You said. Yeah, so it's like, so this thing is, it's called like screen space reflections, and what mm-hmm. it's supposed to do is give you like a more realistic view of like right. what the reflection should be and with it on the game looks so good man it looks so sick with it on it looks amazing so it's like if you've got like the pool of water on interchange you know when you're running to the railway extract kind of thing and you look at the water the trees mm-hmm. behind are like reflected correctly in the water yeah. like it looks so good and then but there's even there's even other places like again because i've been playing a, a bunch of interchange it's kind of where, where i noticed it so say you're going towards emicom but you're going along like the southernmost side of the map and you're like coming up sort of along the ramp section. And it's like, it's outside the car park and there's the big like concrete wall, which is like the side of the, of the, of the mall in, in general, like the mall sort of building. It's like the, the foundations of the building. That polished concrete also has SSR. So you can see like the reflection of like the trees in the concrete. And it's like, 
really subtle, but it just looks so good. But there's a problem with it. There's some bug where if you're looking like through trees at water or something like that, then the the trees reflect like 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 this, like this way. Like there's no way the light would ever go that way, but it like reflects the wrong direction. I think something to do with the camera or, or whatever. So like you basically see like a refl- if you're really close to a bunch of like foliage, you see that reflected in the water, like as if it's like, and it's huge. It's like massive and it just doesn't really work properly, which really, really, really sucks because <laughs> it looks so awesome. And I had to turn it off because I was just like, because it bothers you. It bothers me so much. And it happens like there's all <laughs> sorts of times where it, where it happens. It's like your gun glows in weird places. Like looking through foliage is quite difficult. Sometimes it's hard to see people. Like, there's lots of like little things that it does, which cause you to be worse at the game, which is like definitely not what I want. So I like went through and did like a big scrubbing of all my graphic settings. Now it kind of looks more like it did before my old pc which kind of helps like i can see people a lot better i think but it's a shame because it looks so good with all the settings on honestly it looks so good and i was trying to get a bit more frame rate as well just um, to make sure that i stay above 60 even when it's like complicated scenes and i'm looking through a scope you know what i mean because it's just yeah otherwise yeah that's that's how i'm on too much of a game where i'm like is this gonna save me five fps if so i'm gonna disable it you know <laughs> yeah yeah, I'm, I'm kind of going. I'm kind of going back that way. I'm going back that I way. Mean, which I mean, it's a shame. But... I try not to go too crazy on like the saturation and color boost and post FX because I don't want it to look. Because Tarkov is like a really nice looking game, realistically. But like, yeah, screen space reflections and HBOA or whatever, like yeah. any of the extra stuff, I'm just like disable, 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 disable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And actually, one last one is because I was interested about this whole MIP streaming thing because I hadn't actually yeah. looked at it. And I don't know whether you looked mm-hmm. into it because like, I sort of like saw some people talking about it and people talking about CPU versus GPU and whether it's good or whether it's not. And Pestley saying that it like blew his stream up when he was trying to stream with it on and all, all this kind of stuff. And it seemed like I'm no expert and all I've done is just aggregated like other people's feedback from around the web. Mm-hmm. But from all, it, from all it seems is that like it, it helps... Older PCs with lower like VRAM to yeah. not loading all the uh, all the textures on high, in high quality like right yeah you know, right at the beginning and uh, but that it pour, completely lost that then it then forces the CPU to do more loading is what I was trying to say because it needs to pull stuff in and out of of uh, you know of the game space more frequently than it would otherwise so it does seem mm. to me that like it didn't really make any difference on my PC. I thought it did at one point. I thought like when I loaded in, I was like, oh my God, this is like insane. I thought I had like double FPS or something. And then <laughs> it slowly just like disappeared as the raid went on. And I was like, oh, okay. Maybe it is the same. Then maybe it's just really good at the beginning and then slows down. If I'm like, some of the FPS is very inconsistent in EFT actually. It's, it's very strange. Oh yeah. It's very it's weird. It's got to go through an optimization phase mm. for sure. Yeah. And especially That's like, polished. especially because I was testing it on woods a lot as well Ooh, i was like yeah. it's, it's like tough it's a tough map like if you're looking at sawmill from that's a lot away, of textures <laughs> it's a lot of textures it's a lot of textures so um yeah so i like ended up like fiddling around with that and ended up just like leaving it off but um yeah it's it's it's, it's, it's a funny one right trying to like maximize and optimize your game experience plus like you know i used to play i used to play with anti-aliasing right? i couldn't actually stream at all even in 720 i couldn't stream with aa on 
and and I turned it off. I was the other day. That's I was crazy. just like, let me just let me just see what it looks like. And I was like, oh god, oh god, it looks really bad. Yeah, um, bad. So I used to have it completely off, and it was just like jagged lines everywhere. And so it is That's nice. Crazy because that I'm curious how much that costs you to turn it on with that system you had. Like, would you lose like 20 frames? Was it? I, that? I'm not. I I don't know specifically, but I know that yeah. it would not render in real time anymore. <laughs> so I couldn't actually run a 60 FPS stream at 720 and run yeah. the game simultaneously. Because be- before, right, like my my CPU was very very mediocre. I mean, I don't I don't want to talk too much about tech, but like my CPU was very mediocre, and I was doing all the game. Probably a lot of the like graphic stuff as well, because my GPU was kind of like okay, but sort of borderline. So there's like probably some more load on on the CPU too, and encoding as well, all on the CPU. And my CPU was yeah, like it. so it was just yeah. like yeah. Whereas now it's like my CPU is better, my GPU is like miles better, and it's encoding on the NVENC chip, which is just like yeah, it's insane. It's just yeah. an insane difference. It's insane. So yeah, that's okay. That's, that's gone gone all right, and um. It still does sometimes drop a bit lower than I would like. It goes to like 50 sometimes. And I'm like, really? <laughs> Which is kind of what I was like trying to tweak as well. I was like, hmm. Okay. But like it, it, it's fine and it's, it's manageable. And I think it's, yeah. it's just like in very specific situations. And you can see though, you can see like the CPU usage, GPUs are not that high. And it's just like, okay, it's probably an optimization thing as well. Like other people have the same problem, I think too. And like, unless you have like a 3090, um, which costs like as much as my entire computer on its own, then, then and maybe not even then, you know, just because sometimes like the hardware doesn't matter because the software is bottlenecking itself because of the way that it's written or, or whatever. So anyway, that's that's that. That's, that's, that's what I've been fiddling around with. <laughs> you should check out, just as a final thought, you should check out Veritas's um, settings guide. He's a really good in-depth, like really good thorough guide on it. Is so, it um, no, very recent. Is it very recent? Okay, I very recent. To that. He did I'm it when he got his thirty ninety. No way! I'm amazed I didn't see. Yeah. It. Okay. It's really good. I'll go check it. Highly out. recommend it to anyone. Notes. Yeah, for sure. Super. Um. So <laughs> it sucks. Someone's in chat. Shut up, <laughs> ghost. <laughs> um. Bitcoin prices dropped. It's been dropping consistently, I've noticed. Yes. I kind of feel like maybe they're going to like just keep declining over time until the wipe happens. That's just my thought. Maybe. But um, now, like 350, 330, something like that. Something, yeah. yeah. Around there, I think. I mean, like previously, this was like 150 back in the yeah. day, right? When things back were in the day. <laughs> more sensible. Back in my day, Bitcoin's only 150. <laughs> it was sensible then. But you did get a lot more, to be fair. You used to get, you know, six per day or something. I wonder if they're keeping the, like, the old way of how it just literally was a one-to-one conversion from, like, real world to, you know, in-game currency. If they're, like, just doing a percentage, you know, decrease. Or if they just, like, manually enter in a random number. (laughs) Probably just uh, a percentage. (laughs) I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I think Decrease. maybe, maybe, yeah, because it does still like move about. So I think it would be like a percentage scaled of, of what, yeah. it, what it should be. Um, they'd like you know move it, move it down so like it's not actually point one in the back end. It's now like point 
0.04 or something, and then slowly decrease that 0 0.03, 0 0.02, 0.01. .01. But because we're going down in real life, actually, it was like nearly getting oh, up to 60k. It? It's like down at like 40 or something. Oh, I didn't know so, that. That's interesting. Um, hmm, that is interesting. So well, anyways. Yeah, it yeah. kind of combines with what they've been doing, um, reducing yeah. reducing the price overall. So, yeah, I don't well, know. Like, also you, playing a role. You see, like, various various items getting cheaper, too, alongside it, right? It's, um, it's good. Look, I think it's good. I think it's good for the whole, whole oh, economy. Yeah. We could keep making it lower. It's, it's all right. <laughs> yeah. We want to be ready for the next wipe. That's really what matters. Like, this wipe is broken now. And so, really, this should just be kind of like the trial period for the next wipe. Yeah. And then we should start afresh. We should clear it all out, take it back to the way that it should be done, or just do it differently and, and try it for the next wipe and see what happens. You know, that's, that's what's important there. Like, fixing this wipe, I think, is kind of like that ship Shout sailed. That ship sailed a long time ago after everybody I... who plays, like, or at least logs in once a day has over 100 million rubles without actually playing the game. Like, now that's, that's, that ship has sailed. I dare say the wipe was broken at the start when everyone got a thousand rounds of BP. <laughs> that was bad. But I, I guess not that, everyone. Like, but yeah, I feel like that kind of evened <sighs> itself out a bit. I feel like that evened itself out a bit. I I didn't agree with that either. <laughs> I think I actually said vocally on this podcast that I didn't yeah think that was a good decision. But that's a permanent thing now, right? That's going to be in every wipe, if I understand correctly. Uh, wasn't because it's a gift you can claim, like because people can they can claim like these old Christmas gifts that gives them like an MP or a P ninety and stuff. Hmm. Now I'm curious. We'll see. We'll have to find Let's out. See. But... Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. That's a ammo. That's like what was it? Ammo case, BP, uh, AK, night vision, a rig. And a docs case was there a docs case in there? I think there was a docs case in there. I think like, that's a been. really freaking good thing to have, man. That's like, I, really I good. That. I hope they don't put it in. Yeah, there I don't like it. It's just silly because, like, it's so many rounds as well. I thought it was. I genuinely thought it was a typo. I think they said this at the time as well. I thought it was a typo, and I thought they were going to give you a hundred rounds of BP. I wouldn't have minded if it was like a hundred because that's like. Two full, like three full mags. That's like a single raid, maybe two raids. Yeah, if you like spread it out as well, maybe you could eke out like three raids out of it, something like that. If you're doing yeah. like, like mag stacking or like you're using an SK, sure, sure. whatever, then it's like maybe okay. A thousand rounds. Oh my god, it was just like wait, it is way too much. It's yeah. way too much. So let's hope that they do that and like fix it, fix it for the next one. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I don't know, I've been I've just been thinking so much recently about like the Tarkov experience, and everyone loves the beginning of the wipe and about you know mm -hmm. Tarkov Tarkov being about the the journey and not about the yeah, destination, yeah. which is kind of a theme that is keeps cropping up in you know that I've, that I've seen. But I'm, I don't know, I'm, I'm like kind of like I'm creating my thoughts on this on this matter. I'm, I'm not I'm not fully there yet. I haven't, I haven't okay. completely formed my opinion on this yet, but it's. I don't know. It's like the Tarkov experience is just that. It's not like the Tarkov goal, right? It's like finishing the game is not really a thing. It's like the the process of of having to go through it. It's uh, sure makes it makes you who you are, you know. 
that's 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 my hope for the final product is that the experience and journey will be you know renewable and you know sufficient enough for people to experience and re-experience yeah so i hope that's something that can be achieved as i said before i just have a hard time seeing that when there's not going to be any wipes but again my vision is only limited to how things are right now so yeah. yeah, I mean, I can we'll see. see ways of making it. Like, you, you need to kind of like, yeah, you just need to have like lots more things that, like durability on graphics cards and like that kind of thing that like force things to be self-sustaining. You have to keep going out to get stuff. It's like that that kind of idea pushes that forwards. One thing I'm actually and- like really like. This is a complete. This is completely random. So sorry for like jutting in, but like I'm quite excited mm-hmm. about. This is gonna. This is gonna seem really random, but this is actually. I feel like this is relevant. I'm. <laughs> I'm. I'm really excited about the new Diablo because I want to see how that feels and compare it to this game and see mm, which bits yeah. of the game loop that are missing because I think that, you know, the original one cracked it and they're just remastering it, right? So like replaying it, re-experiencing it now, not as like a teenager as well, would be a lot better because, you know, I'm much more now critical. Now you have all this experience. Exactly. And I'm yeah. like, oh, I actually, actually this isn't good or this is good or this could be improved or blah, blah, blah. And it's nice. For sure, can, like, take, You know, um, inspiration from other things and go ah this game is perfect and this is how it would work really well in this game you might need to change it somewhat but this is how it would work here um yeah. i think that that kind of thing is cool so like yeah they're going to build out more of these game loops in general and like i still am not sure how the single player is going to mash in with the multiplayer can you only play multi after you've played single like how's that going to work do you play bits of the single player whilst you're playing multiplayer is it only pve like well, how does i don't i don't even know how that functions you're still talking diablo no no i'm talking i'm talking dark now I'm talking oh, Tarkov. Okay. <laughs> I'm talking Tarkov, but like no one knows so many like so much stuff that we just don't know. Yeah, and I'm excited. I, I think it's I think it's cool. I think it's gonna be fun. I, mean, I'm fun. I never played Diablo, so like I I'm like that's like I also think the same thing what you just stated. Like, but I don't. I never played it before, so like yeah, maybe yeah. I should try it to like sort of get that insight because I'm I'm working on a soon TM hatchet running video. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm trying to do my fair diligence and research, um, you know, out like other take and taking from other games, like you said. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's just like, yeah, yeah. Um, what was I say with that? Nothing really. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So okay. So we're talking about Bitcoin price drops and effects on the market and this is this is like this is probably the biggest thing that's happening right now right this is probably the biggest thing that's happening in eft because i think a lot of people have commented on on the fact that there's not that much going on in the game itself mm-hmm. which is fine you know it's, it's fine games need periods of stability you know we we're going through that one stage where it's just like things changing every day Price is changing every day. The effect of it was going up by 10,000 every day. Stuff was just going all over the place. Bitcoin was changing in value with the fuel stuff going on with like fuel getting up to like 800,000 per thingy. It was, uh, it was, it was mental. So like we're kind of in some ways it's good to be in a period of stability because it makes, if it was crazy all the time, then it wouldn't, it wouldn't be as exciting. It's like, it's fun when things hot up because you know, it's the highs and lows. It's the way it's like, it's like a good, like a great piece of music, you know, or, or a good movie. You got to have the low points to make the high points even more mm. emphasized. It's interesting, yeah, yeah. 
Um, so I think like the unfortunate thing for the community is in these periods of low change, people that then go back to just focusing on the negative stuff and complaining. I've seen a lot of complaining recently. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it ties into what you were saying, how when we're in these like periods, you know, there's the experience of Tarkov isn't really there. So then you end up like, um, how do I say this? It's like, you're, it's hard to like maintain that experience. So like the things like, you know, Oh, this guy is crabbing. I've seen a lot of people <laughs> complain about crabs. It's like, Oh my God, this guy's crabbing, you know? And it's like, I just want a PvP. And it's like, the game isn't really like, it's not centralized around that. You know what I mean? So, like, you're like shoving that experience into like a, you know, form that's not like shaped in that way. So, like, these things that are upsetting become even more so like elevated to the top, you know, like desync. Um, yes. Yeah. I mean, it's just like it, it, it's yeah it causes a lot of burnout um yeah i think especially people who are playing it all the time and i think i said this before but i was yeah i'm kind of i insulated from it a little bit or isolated from it or however you want to describe it just for like playing a little bit less which actually kind yeah. of heightens the enjoyment it's kind of honestly. a good thing yeah, yeah honestly like it's quite good i spend like more time thinking about the game and like writing about the game and like speaking about the game and creating stuff around the game than actually like playing it most of the time at this point which you know eventually hopefully would will be different but it's um it's the way it is for now and there's definitely a silver lining to that it's uh it's it's good it's good i mean like i've kind of like gone a little bit back towards because i was really like anti-questing at one point as well i've kind of like mm -hmm. come back to it a bit which is it's just been good you know that's why i've kind of been doing the interchange thing and and, and that kind of thing and um I want to talk about a bit of quest, but like we can we can talk about that like as a as a as a thing when when we're done with other stuff, if you like, if you've got something else yeah. to to bring up out of mind. Um, a point from earlier that kind of ties into this was you were talking about you know the gameplay systems, learning from other games and things of that nature, and then sort of mentioning how. We're in like the slow period and like quest and stuff. And like my biggest thing is like you touched on it briefly, where it's like if they had like durability on cards or hideout related stuff, like if if that becomes a part of the gameplay loop where basically in my mind what you're doing is instead of having like this daily quest system, and I don't think the daily quest system is like a awful idea, like it should be written off. I think there's something there, but you then make it to where you don't rely on like hard written rules of quests. It's like, oh, I need to like find a like fuel, for example. Let's just use fuel fuel as an example. Mm. If fuel wasn't like on the flea market in this like hypothetical world, it's like now my quest is like I need to get fuel. You know what I mean? And then you get fuel and it's like I need to get this or i need to like repair this in my hideout or whatever having like some like gameplay element that like gives you incentive to go and 
do a specific thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's that makes a lot of sense, right? It's like the you make your own quests because of the because the the game kind of like facilitates you to go and do that. It's like if you're playing, you know, Valheim, which is like something I mentioned mm-hmm. recently because everyone was playing it, right? And it's like there are quests to go and kill particular bosses, but like a lot of the time, yeah. you're like looking for resource, you're like, well, I yes. need to, I want to get the next like you know set of set of gear. And I need X, Y, Z resource, so I go and look for it because I want to go and you know, build up my my base for the next the next bit. Or like, yes. oh, I want to go and build X, Y, Z thing, so I have to go and cut down a load of trees, or I have to go and like mine some particular element, or whatever it is. So it's that kind of thing, like where there's no ne- there's not necessarily like Minecraft is kind of the perfect game for that. There's not necessarily any built-in content, or at least at least Minecraft used to be like that when I used to play. I haven't have played it for a long time. I think there's all sorts of stuff in there now that's uh, that's changed, but. Like back when I played it, it was like super sandbox. Like you could do anything mm. and and nothing. And that was kind of like both its greatest criticism and also its greatest strength in that you decide what you want to do. And there's endless things that you could go and do. And you go and, you know, find the things that you need to do the thing that you're actually looking to do in the first place. And it requires a little bit of creativity. But yeah, as you say, right, if there wasn't a flea market, you'd have to go and go and find stuff in raid. And then go and do particular runs on particular areas that were likely to have that loot or whatever, like you know, giving like taking fuel completely out of the game except for some very rare spawns, and then adding it so that you have to like siphon fuel off cars and and the gas station specifically instead, right? Something like that would then give you a reason to go because you have to you have to get the fuel to power the hideout, and you can't get it any other way really, or not like consistently, let's say. And so then you're like, right, well, I really need to go and do this, but it makes it a contested hot loot spot because lots of people want to go and, and get the fuel and siphon the fuel out of the things. It's a good idea um, because, yeah, it organically gets people to do the things that they should be doing um, and doesn't just bypass the game loop, which is kind of some people's problem with the flea. Yeah, and I think the the thing is there is, like, it's not... um. I don't want the focus to be like, you know, remove the flea market, but it's just like if they, however they choose to like set that up, I think it's just like there's something to that where you're sort of like incentivized to go and do something. I don't, let me say like this. It's instead of them like just coming up with a bunch of quests and keep like throwing quests in the game, this is just like an easy way for you to like have um these non-written quests per se you know what i mean i'm yeah. doing a really poor job of explaining it but, but it's almost things like it's like you have to go and do something you know, it's the same thing it's the same thing as as like lots of stuff that people have spoken about about the issues with the traders the issues with the flea market around mm-hmm. you don't have to go and find any of the stuff if you are a competent enough player to never have to actually go and do like loot runs you can just use your money to buy everything and that's well you do the loot runs to get the money to get the thing you need you do but if you're as in like if you're if you're like high enough level or experienced enough you don't actually need to do the loot runs right because Mm -hmm. you kill enough players you take enough gear that you never actually need to really use the market except for maybe ammo or whatever but like the, the reason why people talk about the traders and the flea market and the removal of various things and tweaking of mm-hmm. it is to break that linkage between that link right and stuff at least some of the stuff 
And something like Fuel would be a perfect example to say, yeah, you have to go and do this particular game loop to go and get it. You can't buy it. So if you're, you know, a full meta chad, you still have to go and spend your time doing the thing to get some stuff. You know, you can't you can't just like PvP your way into buying the fuel with the stuff you've sold. I know our PvP's been like super nerfed, right? In this in this yeah. patch, but um it's still kind of you know still kind of applies that people who are better at pvp typically tend to make more money because you just die less so those guys end up having a ton of cash and those are the people who are buying you know a million rubles worth of m9 m5 and that kind of thing um i don't know i feel like if you if you take wipes out of the game the only way it works is if it's like way more hardcore in that sense of like less traded mm-hmm. stuff and less flea stuff and more like in-game game loopy type things. It's the only way that it yeah. really works, you know. Like I can as we, agree with you there. As we spoke before, right? Making the hideout requirements all find in raid would extend the game out dramatically. And mm. adding more game loops in like that, where you know you can't just buy fuel, you have to find it. You graf- you have to find graphics cards and you can run them for a while. Like the fuel runs out, the graphics cards run out, stuff like stuff runs out, doesn't have infinite durability on it. All of that stuff then like creates more incentives to oh, and just, and just gonna get more graphics cards to come put in my my bitcoin farm and like do i save the fuel now do i just use it do i wait till i get a gpu yeah so many and then even in raid you gotta think about like if you come across like now it's like you detach the whole concept of slot per ruples and now it's like slot per value and what i need at this moment maybe i already found fuel in a previous raid. now i don't need fuel but it's still really valuable because I can't just like convert ruples into fuel, you know, yeah. or it's, it's, it opens up. And even like the stash, now your stash is like, because I think honestly, the best way to play the, the game stash wise and it just saves you a lot of time is just sell everything <laughs> and just buy as you go. Like it's maybe not the most cost efficient, but like space wise and like time wise, it's just like you, like I see people just have like rows of cash and then it's rest is empty and then you just play. And then they put everything in there, and at the end of the stream or whatever, or during off stream, will just like sell everything, and then yeah. Anyways, yeah, um, yeah. No, it's yeah. Uh, it's definitely it's definitely interesting. I mean, when I did my like little dabble with hardcore, which I would really love yes. to do more of, but I just don't. I I don't have the time to run it alongside. Yeah. I don't want to just do it on it. I don't want to only do that. Um, and um, because it's not really conducive to making like lots of varied content um uh, but i'd love to go back to it and the the little bit that i did there the couple of streams that i did at the end of the, the previous wipe it just changes your loot priority so much because you're just like will i use this item will i use this item for everything as opposed yeah. to like and there's so many things like even just stuff that you like auto pick up and you're like actually i don't need rubles because if you yeah. like ban yourself from buying anything what do you need money for like you literally don't like you can't does not it has no use yeah yeah and that's Sorry. really like people watching are like, oh my god, you 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 didn't loot the graphics card? What's wrong with you, man? It's it's like twenty million or whatever, you know? Yeah, and you're like, well, I'm not even allowed to sell it to the trader, so yeah, um, it's not it has no value to me. Yeah, know? or even maybe not use the. High I value. need a spark plug. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I was wondering, like, if you do another because I was thinking, like, you know, the the hardcore thing, like whether you're even not allowed to pick up like other players' items. I don't know to try that, and, like, yeah, save yeah. yourself from the issue that, that came up before. In the Twitter post, actually, um, Hayes, I think that's how you say his name, Hazy, I don't know. He, um, uh, Tweak mentioned that he was doing a alpha 
no flea market thing. Mm-hmm. And Hayes commented, he was like, are you um, going to be looting player gear? And um, I sort of like piggyback on that. I was like, yeah, this is kind of like an issue because it's like if you choose to not loot it, um, you could like in theory, you could use it in raid. And then at that point, the only thing that's really valuable is like their gun and ammo. And afterwards, like you can't use it. So maybe like drop it or whatever. And then if you choose to keep it, eventually it's going to be like you're going to slowly like progress your way back up to where you were before. Like it's it's going to take longer, but it's like, I mean, you know, it's just I don't know. It's really. Yeah, it's one of those things, things. like especially towards the end of the white when everyone's wearing like level four, level five, level six, pretty much. It's like all you have to do is like bootstrap yourself into one kill on some dude wearing level five, and then it's like once you have like yeah, once you have like one or two pieces, like and you're say you're getting like fifty percent survival rate or something, you kill Mm -hmm. like one dude per per game. It's like half the time you lose your thing, half the time you kill them and take their level five, level four, level level six, right? And it's then like well. Now I just have one of these things because that's what happens towards the end of the wipe. You just end up all sharing loot. You know, you kill a guy, yeah. you take his pack tech, he kills you, he takes your ACPC, you kill another guy, he's got a slick on, and then, then they take your hex grid the next game. It's just like you'll just end up sharing loot. Like the only time yeah. when it's a really problem is like a big, big problem is early. If you're like really far ahead and you're running like level fives all the time, and everyone else is running level three, then you're like, you know, you're going down that kind of like loot slope the whole time. But this this way, it's like, well, you lose your stuff sometimes they lose their stuff sometimes it's yeah the way it goes and so yeah that's a big problem with the hardcore thing because not everybody's playing on the same rules so everyone else has got like ordinary kid and so yeah you only have to get yourself one or two kills really um and probably you'd only be playing hardcore as well if you played the game as it is full all the way through to kappa as well so you're probably like you know at least competent at, at killing other players at this point right it's not like you're just gonna say right i'm gonna play escape from target and i'm gonna play hardcore right from the get-go because this game isn't hard enough for me you know like no one does that because the game's absolutely insane for you people can you imagine yeah. can you imagine just being like right you're gonna play escape from tarkov now but you're not allowed to loot anything and you're not allowed to use any of the traders and uh, yeah have, have fun by the way yeah it would be quite funny but yeah i, I don't know I'd, i'm i'd be interested to try it again no container no no flea no traders no hideout I don't know whether, whether no hideout is is a good idea or not. Or see, I really like, is it fun? I like I like I like it. I think it plays so nice into it because now it's like because without the hideout, like I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess it does kind of diminish some of the questing stuff because you can craft it and turn it in. But but regardless, it's yeah, exactly. It's it's still it's kind of a nice. I think it's a nice compliment to the hardcore is the hideout because now it's like it's not just like a I like it has a items have more than one uses like this can be a quest item or this can also be a crafting item that can use to craft something else that could be useful for a different use you know which is pretty cool like um um you know blue gunpowder for example you could use that and your level one workbench to make some ammo that you wouldn't have access to you know what i mean normally because you can't hardcore you can't do flea market or trader right so it's, yeah. it's kind of interesting you know um do you allow like barter trades i don't trade? think so for hardcore it really depends how you set up your own rule set because it it's all thing, i'm just like trying to think like what's the most fun i guess like deadly slots one's yeah good. i think he's got you know some you can do barters and a few other things but um Someone in chat, she's saying, do you guys ever see them wiping at regular intervals post-launch despite no new content? Would that work instead of slowing the progression? 
it's so hard to answer that question right it's like i think at the moment it depends on it just depends on what gets added and how the game ends up looking because i mean i yeah what what, sorry (laughs) what were you gonna say uh sorry i was gonna say i can see it working based off how rust operates they have monthly wipes um but like the whole game is structured around that, you know what I mean? And according to BSG, they never want to wipe once the game launches. So I, to me, that's like a really hard concept because the games are like fairly similar. Um, so yeah, for me, that's a really hard thing to swallow. But it's might be doable. I mean, it could be doable. You would just have to set it up to where you constantly have to like you're constantly in Struggleville. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they Tarkov. Yes, and they need to make that like that's the goal is struggling, which sounds counterintuitive, but yeah, that needs to be the goal is like, oh man, I really need a today I need a seven T plugs and my art, I have crappy armor and but I got good ammo, you know, they need just like con like you constantly need to get resources. I think that would be the goal. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's tricky. I think like it depends on how they do it. Yeah, if there's enough like game loops to make it work, I think they could. But like right now, I just yeah. don't think that would be possible without. Right now, it's hard to see the vision. Yeah, personally, it's tricky. it's tricky. All right, should we move on? Yes, yes. Should we move on to what I was going to talk about? About yes, questing. Yes, the hardest quest was that it. Basically, right, that's still your thunder. No, that is it. That is it. That's fine. And it's it's a yeah. It's it's one of those ones where it's like because I've kind of like thought, oh, I just don't really want to do quests. I'm just like fed up of them. They're they're boring for me, and I just can't be bothered. And then I did the whole like factory thing and looking at Punisher and all this kind of stuff. And then I kind of like slowly come back to it, being like, oh, you know, this branch out. Like, oh, there's some quests on some maps I want to play. Let's just like let's just see that kind of thing. And um, it got me it got me thinking about like some of the quests that are really abusive at the end because like i have done a good lot of them right it's like i'm I'm kind of i I don't know am i like 75 percent of the way through probably like i'm onto some of the really really annoying ones and um i just thought it would be interesting to kind of like go through and figure out like so if i was just to ask you like what do you think is the hardest quest in the game what would you say like just straight up right off the bat tarkov shooter part eight that quest is so annoying, man. If you, my advice, as soon as the wipe happens, speed run all the quests and try to get to that quest line and finish Tarkov Shooter Part 8 early in the wipe if you can. Because that quest sucks, all right? No one really likes playing Woods. I'm sorry, but every time I go Woods, it's either like there's sometimes some low level people, sometimes there's some high level people. I, I, Woods is not the map people are like oh my god I love this map I'm sure you're out there and you exist but anyways too many generalizations being made here my, what I should say is that quest sucks because you can't if you try to get your teammates to help you you're technically hurting yourself because A you have to do the killing right you have to do the fatal blow and they're they're taking up a enemy slot so that's another missed opportunity for you then you have to like get the mindset of okay, I need to like spawn in, rush a spawn, and kill a guy because if I don't do that, someone else is gonna do that because presumably other people are doing that quest. If you're like at this point in the life, I think that quest just sucks, man. You got to use a bolt action. You can't. 
possibly one tap anyone this wipe because literally everyone's wearing class five so SN not SMB seven and thirty one just like I tried using seven and thirty one. It didn't work. Everyone had a class five. Anyone. Yeah, everyone had class five armor. And it's just like and it's like, oh man, this guy's got a DMR. I just lost this fight because he just spam fired me while I hit him in the arm with my bolt action. It's like you have to hit him in the head. Like I I watched a, I was like for a while I was trying to do that quest and I was watching like YouTube guides on it and I saw one by Landmark and he just like did it on his first try and he made it like a breeze and he just like literally headshot everyone. I was like, you know what? I don't need Kappa. <laughs> Screw Kappa, dude. <laughs> I don't need that. Yeah, that was this wipe. So you still have. The I mean, yeah, but I'm not doing it, dude. I my first my first try, I was finding a three man. I. I assume they were all on the same team. Maybe they weren't, but one of them killed one guy I was fighting. We were like in between each other. Like I was here, and then the next the guy I was fighting was in front of me, and then behind him was another guy. And that guy stole my kill right in front of me when we were fighting. And I was like, and it was a three man I came across, and I killed one, and I was getting ready to kill the second one, and he took it from me. But I got him in the end. I'm ready to suck. And then it's just it was just downhill from there, and I was depressed, and I was like, "That's when I took my high my hiatus from Tarkov." I was so <laughs> mad, dude. I was so frustrated. That quest yeah. killed me. That quest, I was that quest is like is rage inducing. I think it was it was the one that I was probably the most worried about. Last wipe, mm-hmm. and then did it in like three goes, and was like, okay, just because it was sort of it just sort of worked out. But the yeah. problem is, is that I've, I'm actually not on it yet because I've left that quest line for ages. So I'm on number seven. <laughs> and I was like, let me just combine number seven and number eight together because all you've got to do is shoot people with suppressed sniper. So it's like the same. It's kind of like the same quest. Well, it, sorry, it was number seven and shootable in heaven is what I was doing together. Sorry. It's different, different clearly, because you can't do seven and eight at the same time. Yeah, I was going to say, how does that work? <laughs> but the issue that I've ended up running into, and I'm going to split these out, I think, is that like, for seven, you just have to shoot them and they have to die. For shooting one in heaven, you have to shoot them in the head. Hitting people with bolt action, specifically in the head, is actually really hard. <laughs> yeah, I mean... It's really tough. Like, really, really yeah. tough. And, like, I played a bunch with the DVL, and that's why I ended up, like, going onto woods and just, like, trying to figure out some of the ranging, some of the drops and stuff like this, because I was, like, going, like, DVL with M993, like, let's just give it a go and see if we can get some good kills on, on this. I shot at a lot of people, a lot of people, and I did not kill anybody. I didn't kill anyone. I didn't kill anyone. It was it was outrageous. It was outrageous. Like I was, a, I to be fair, I was a long way away. So I was like up on sniper, like up on the sniper rock spot, and like trying to figure out a few different spots and stuff, so I could like get a good Overwatch because like half the time it's just so difficult that you just see anybody. It's just half of the issue. And I was like, well, at least I can see down to sawmill yeah. now. That thing, and I shot at like a bunch of people from up there, and. It was just like this is, this is not and right. I feel like since they did the map expansion, that quest has got even harder now. Yes, I could be wrong, but I just feel like if you absolutely do not run into someone in like the first five minutes, it's just like well, you, what, you've killed one guy, and it used then it then it's then it seemed before. Say again, Woods Woods was a lot smaller than it seemed before the expansion. 
because people were in like proper choke points, right? It's like if you spawn down by scout, yeah, you know there's another guy like the other side. Oh, for sure, you can literally yeah. scope in. Yeah, the guys down by like you know the roadblock bit. If you're down at the, the rail track mm-hmm. bit, and if he loots the box, if you if you spawn halfway up, by the time you get there, like he hasn't been able to loot the box yet, and you kill him, you know that kind of thing. Or like people going around the wall edge, it was just insane. Yeah. Um, Whereas now, I just am like, it's like people could be anywhere. It's they could be anywhere, big. dude. The map's so big, so that's yeah. why I feel like you have to rush. You have to learn to spawn. You have to rush the spawns, yeah. and then hopefully you come across people. And it's just like you can go sawmill and kill them. I I heard of, I heard people. The the here's here's what here's the big brain the five head move. You ready for this? You bring as your your backup or in your backpack or whatever uh, SVD. And you fire off rounds to attract people to stop them. <laughs> and they hope still find Sherman. That's a good one. That's yeah, good that one. is. I saw that. And I was like, dude, that's really smart. Actually. Like, oh, boys. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Come that's on. That's pretty go. smart. Yeah. That is, that is pretty smart. That yeah, is pretty smart. But I will say, bolt action and quest, they are really frustrating. Like Shooter Born and Tarkov Shooter Bright, but they are pretty rewarding as well in terms of like, ah, oh, I did it. You know what I mean? I just can't get past the hurdle of, you know, getting <laughs> getting uh, punished that many times. It's like, oh, I missed a headshot with my bolt action. Darn it. So I have to go and yeah. do it all again. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's difficult. I do think probably. I mean, we've probably skipped to the end of of that one, but like, I do think it probably is the hardest. To be honest with you, because there's quite a few other so. quests that I had. Like, I was kind of just brainstorming and looking through the ones that are really annoying. And there's a few. There's a few of the others. There's like there's a couple that are just long. They're not necessarily hard. But they are. They're just long. Like Grenadier. Just takes. Yeah. Minutes. That just takes a long time. It takes some time. Yeah. Because you can't just engineer the scenario, you know, it's just, it's quite difficult. Like, you can just, the best way is probably just take a load of VOGs onto factory, but it's... That's, yeah, that's the best, yeah, but... It's just like, it's still, you have to, like, throw the thing, get the guy in the right. right spot, and they have to die and not right. behind the thing, and they have to actually die to the nade, and it's just all this stuff, right? It's, like, it's it's problematic. Like, that one, that one normally takes me a while. I, I quite like the fact that I just, like, run it in the background along with other stuff, and just, like, play a bunch of factory until eventually you get it. Um, I'm actually... I'm actually on to setup now. Mm-hmm. Finally, um, with the Yushanka <laughs> one, and you have to kill all the all the PMCs with the shotgun with the Yushanka. Which that quest is actually kind of fun, in my opinion. I hated it last wipe because you couldn't wear their headset. Oh yeah, that's true. They did. That is a big quality of life change. Yep, it's a big, big quality of life change. Yep. It's huge for sure. It's just it's a huge, huge. That's difference. a huge game. Especially on a map like customs with yeah. a lot of like dorms, shrubbery. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And that one's like customs is weird because it's not it's not a point blank map, but it's not a long range map either. So you're kind of at medium distance mm-hmm. the whole time. It's just kind of a bit of a bit of a funny hybrid. So you do need to be able to hear. And that one I just without hearing, it was just so bad. Yeah, that get, was like, pretty brutal. I'd just get like a goal nicked. I wouldn't even see the guy or hear them or hear him at all. He'd hear me coming, stomping around with my scab vest on yeah. MP one by three. And then I just get blasted. So that one I'm kind of looking forward to going back and doing that one now. Uh I think it's fun because yeah. part of it is that customs has a lot of like low level quests. So <laughs> you get to be this bully with a shotgun. 
<laughs> AP20. You just want to go and shoot poor Timmy. Yeah, it's kind of fun, actually. <laughs> yeah, that one's that one's um that one's an interesting one. So like, yeah, that one. I think last night that was really really problematic. There's uh there's another couple I'm going to touch on. The one that's like one that people complain about all the time is bullshit. If you're playing as solo, I was going to say that. Okay, that quest is I wouldn't categorize as like the hardest. Yeah, but the most annoying quest, absolutely. Are you kidding me? I gotta go to third story dorms. A, I can't kill any scabs. B, I have to sit here and plant things in the third floor. And then I gotta. Oh, oh, mind you, I have to get the flash drive from the bridge. Don't forget about that. Well, yeah. yeah. And it's like, oh my god, can this quest be any more annoying and tedious? And it's like, dude. Yeah, I was like. I think I did it. Did I do it on stream? I can't remember. I just like picked the stuff up, walked to dorms, went up the stairs, planted everything, and left. Yeah, that was, that was it. And everyone was like, "How did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> How did that just happen?" Literally walked in, no one there, no scabs, no players. Planted all the stuff, left. Then walked, uh, the car was gone. Left, went around the whole yeah. map, didn't see anybody, and left. That was it. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes it happens. You might have just been. That right timing, you know, like two ships passing in the night, you know? It's like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, like just after the big PMC fights happen. Yeah. Like all the player scabs have swept in, like, a, you know, it's <laughs> a scourge of vultures afterwards. Yeah. So that one's, uh, that one's, that one's always funny. Which other ones do I have written down? There's like, oh, yeah. So I'm doing decontamination now. That just takes ages. It's easy, but it takes ages. It's just like kill mm -hmm. 40 scabs with the respirator. At least you don't have to use the module 3M anymore. That one's not too bad. What is your opinion on the guide? Because that quest, is see, quests like what can be quests like the guide and bullshit. I just feel like they're designs for a five man. It's like, hey guys, I got this quest where I have to do some really annoying, tedious thing. You guys want to help me? Yeah, we'll help you. And then it's just like, you know. Yeah, it's like, oh, I can't, I can't kill scabs, but my teammates can. You know what I mean? It's just like you just literally like get sherpa the same with the guide like that we, we used to do with my buddies we would all just like all right who's on the guy next it's like yeah I'm, i got you man i got my thermal here you know hex like yeah i'm going in you know what i mean i'm scanning the area you know we would just they, they just literally go from spawn on shoreline to the other side and we would just like sonar beacons like nope it's all clear come on come on through and we just do that for every map until it's like we're done you know yeah yeah like, that's good <sighs> It's good. I did that with a friend as well because I did mine solo just to kind of like prove a point to myself. But like, yeah. I, did, I did it with a friend. I remember that. I got him, uh, got him the guide with it. And it was quite fun. I actually, I quite enjoyed the like almost like zero pressure like bodyguard thing because like I'm not doing the quest, but I'm just like running around blasting people. Like, yeah, that's the that's the fun part. Yeah. yeah, you get to be the uh, the secret service. It's it's not fun being the president, but it's yeah. fun being the secret service. <laughs> yeah, when you're like the retinue. It's, it's, <laughs> It's good. Yeah. It's quite fun. There could be there could be some more things like that. I think. Um, yeah, that could be interesting game mode, which could be quite quite cool. Um, oh god, which which other one? Oh, okay, okay. So there's okay. So there's one which is a real contender, I think, which is Insomnia. I think that's a proper contender. Like it's now. What is that one? 30, you have to kill thirty kills at night. See what we do is we go night interchange because it's like you technically don't really need night vision so if you're like don't yeah yeah especially if power's on 
Um, you really don't need night vision. Uh, so first. Yeah, that's kind of how we got around of it, because we're all, like, yeah, I remember, like, when we were first playing the game, learning, we are like, ugh, it's the weird night vision, and back then, thermals were, like, popular, because of, uh, the old flea market system, um, and yeah, we were just like, hmm, we play a lot of interchange, what about night interchange? So yeah, that was kind of, like, our way to get around that. That's quite smart, because I think a lot of people just play Night Factory, because it's always you can always get a night raid because that's kind of the issue with that yeah one. oh that's always true too raid in the time that's true yeah like, oh let me gear up and all this stuff i forgot about that you're just like oh it's 6 a.m and 6 p.m mm. and then you're like right let me ungear and do something else because <laughs> it's just like really this that's yeah. really annoying whereas the factory one is just like three in the afternoon three in the morning all, all the time static but night factory like i've enjoyed playing day factory a lot but night factory is a whole nother beast. It's a whole nother beast. It really is. It really is. People sat on the rafters. Yeah, it is different. Yeah, like, waiting for you. Like people sat in places where it's really hard to see them with MVs. Like all the lights in there, and you're like, you go inside the office, and you're like shooting out every light, like some <laughs> maniac. Yeah, I love. I actually like it. I, we maybe we should do that more often. Yeah, I haven't it, done. It's stressful solo. I will tell you, it's very. Oh yeah, your own. But um, it's like it's. It, I find that one quite hard. I think you have to like think carefully about what you're going to do on that. It's not just like you can just grind it. You can just grind away on it. But like it can take a really long time if you don't do it on factory. And on factory, you can die a lot. Yeah, yeah. So you do. It has to. Re- it really does take some some proper consideration. Give me a grind. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have a bit of a tangent. If that's alright with you, yeah, yeah. That's sort of related. Um. What do you think about if Tarkov just had one time zone? Because now we have like these sort of like two worlds, you know? Mm. Well, so the, as in like, if it's <laughs> night, you just have to play at night. Yeah. Because I say that because Rust is like that, right? And that's like, a, it's an open world game, I know. And it's like, it's, it's kind of one of those things that n- most people don't like because it's like, Ugh, it's nighttime. Can't really play the game. Let me just sit in my base. But it's it sort of like adds like an interesting element because it's nighttime. You know, visibility's low. You know what I mean? It's like the rain and weather stuff. It's like it's raining. Audio discrepancy or whatever is <laughs> is low. It adds like a, a a spin to the. So yeah, what do you think? Yeah, I don't know. I like my gut instinct was oh night because I really don't yeah time that much. But, yeah, same. But I actually don't think it would be too bad because it would Wouldn't make the... people play the nighttime raids. Because I feel like nighttime's a bit of an afterthought right now. It's like people doing quests and some people who like doing it for looting. And outside yeah. of that, like most people just don't play it. I think that's actually not a bad idea because it then forces people to do to actually at least consider it. And it's like maybe you do different raids at night. You know, well, I guess it's up to you. It's like everything in EFT, right? It's like where well, you do maybe do loot runs or whatever if you, if it's nighttime or quests that are more suited to. It would make those quests really annoying though. If you're like, I want to do this quest, but it's not the right time, and I don't have like two slots where I could potentially do the do the quest in, that would be really painful. So they'd have to widen those out, I think, a bit. Um, to like, you know, 12 hours of the day, something like that. But there was, 
there was that's actually how when i played in uh, one of shifty's tournaments that's actually how he ran it so he said like right hand timer only and it was like, oh interesting off. so you start in the day then it goes through the dusk then you have you play like one or two raids at night and then it comes back into the morning again like it was it was quite cool so you have like a couple of raids in the middle where you have to use nvs yeah it was quite yeah it was it was quite cool um so i don't yeah i don't actually i actually don't mind it even though my my like initial like gut reaction was just like oh god no that sounds awful i actually don't think that's too bad i really don't think that's too bad it'd be quite cool drawing from daisy a game that you and i've played um it has a, it has a system like that where you know it's like night day yeah right and it's like a persistent world like it's always there um but in that game you can do more stuff at night you know what i mean like you could manage your inventory or manage you know maybe like make a fire you know it plays more to like survival things what i'm saying is there's like other alternatives to do besides the normal bang of looting and shooting zombies you know what i mean during the day you have like whereas like in tarkov it's like okay do i do a night raid or do i sit in my stash slash hideout like what would you what would be the alternative you know what i mean yeah, you would almost be like forced to play a night raid if you want to play Tarkov. It wouldn't be like you could like sell stuff in the current state. You could like sell stuff. You could like craft things, but that's gonna take you like what? Maybe like twenty minutes, thirty minutes, depending on how much stuff you get to sell. Like I don't know. It just it'd be kind of weird. I, I don't think it's like the game's ready to like support that. Yeah, maybe not right now. It is an interesting. It is an interesting idea. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm kind of like I'm kind of I'm kind of up for it because just like force you to do it. Um, it's like uh, it's like Chad says. It'd be less convenient but more interesting. That's like Tarkov in a nutshell. It's kind of my. It's just like that's the whole of Tarkov. It's just like the game is just a, is just an inconvenience, and the more of an inconvenience <laughs> it is, the more interesting it is. You know what I mean? When Tarkov gets easy, when everyone's got loads of money, everyone gets fed up and bored. Everyone, yeah. everyone plays this game in the first place to just like have their will crushed and and to be able to kind of like wrestle with the beast and see if they can if they can you know struggle through and make it you know and that's what I said right it's the journey it's the journey not the destination yeah. and like man for, being like you know force fed through night raids would be kind of cool you have to like get your MBs on and like you know, yeah or even like if it's like imagine seeing a pmc during day that has nvs on because he's like like now it's like it's adding to the preparation process like oh it's gonna be dusk a little bit later. i don't know i'm thinking too far ahead like yeah. but anyways it's a cool idea it's, it's cool. really yeah it's interesting yep it is it is it's decent it's decent yep 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 cool um do you have anything else Not really. I think that's it. I think I think that was it. I think that's it. Looking forward to doing some more quests. It's going to be fun. All of the hard quests. <laughs> They're all left for me to do and suffer on. Did you watch any of the Punisher tourney? I watched. So, I watched like a very little bit of it. I would okay. like to watch more, but I watched some small pieces of Tesla's stream for it. I mean, most of it's kind of the same, right? But um, I, yeah, I didn't watch. I wouldn't say I watched more than like thirty minutes in total. I watched the um, 
a bit of the EU. I mostly just watched Glorious for a bit, and then um, and then I watched a little bit of NA, Hyper Rat, and Del Hero. I think I switched between those two guys mostly, but um, I just want to touch briefly on, and we got to wrap up here. Uh, it was it's actually really interesting because the they changed the rule sets, right? Like it's super okay. So they have it set up where it's like your level forty account. And I assume you have like a certain amount of skills, like skill leveling skills, and then you have traders, but you don't have all the unlocks from like quests and stuff. So you just have like a very specific items you can buy from them. Yeah. And the meta from like Punisher Attorney 2 and 3 EU in Africa, <laughs> or sorry, not EU in Africa, uh, the Asia one. Southeast Asia, or maybe it's just yeah. Asia and um, Australia. The meta there was Vector and MP7s. And then they decided to change it up for the EUNA. And they were like, alright, no more Vector, no more MP7. And we're removing the APC uh the nine millimeter ammo. What is it? APC six three. No, no, they what, kept that oh, one. APC, they kept that one, but got AP six three removed. Yeah, because that people. That's what people are using. Everyone's using the vector of APC. Because I guess everyone was wearing level four. Well, face shields, man. There's only like two face shields that are class four. Yeah. At the and so and yeah, I mean you completely on the traders can you. No. You can only barter. No, you can only barter, yeah. So, um, that made the meta really interesting because now it was like, do I pay an arm and a leg for 7N1 to put in my MPX? Mm. Right? Because there wasn't no vector. Which you can get from Peacekeeper. Yeah. We'll or do I just buy the PST? But then it was like now face shields became really valuable. So people started rocking face shields now because they were actually saving them from, you know, these low caliber. It was it was actually really interesting. Um, the EU and NA ones because they like just changed the meta and everyone had to adapt. But cool. uh, I yeah, it's it's actually really interesting, man, because it's like. You know, I really wasn't into it, but then when I started watching it, and I could kind of see how like you could get a snowball effect, right? Because it's also you're not only playing a a shooting game, you're playing an economical game, you know, because yes. you have like start with X amount of money, and you have to buy everything from the traders, right? You need gear, so you buy the gear, and then it's like price performance, and it's like super interesting. But kind of the meta I saw was the MDR and M eight five five A one because you can get it from skier for 367 ruples per bullet yeah but there's no trader limits so it was like kind of busted <laughs> but did they take the trader so, limits off yes uh, yes on specific things specific okay. things um as far as i was aware anyways um it seemed to me that's that the ammos didn't have limits i don't know i might be wrong things like the ks23 had a limit you can only yeah. buy one and that was it. I think it was like one. And it didn't reset. It was just like literally one. <laughs> I'm not too sure, actually. I, should, I shouldn't I should speak too much on that. So, I don't know. Someone can correct me. It's 
especially people. It seemed like there was really yeah. Well, see, you couldn't get five or six. You could only get five and four. That's the only thing people would run because you could get the gazelle or the karand, and the gazelle, then the, the gazelle's quest locked anyway. Yeah, how did people get it though? Because a lot of people were rocking it. Maybe they had that unlocked. Maybe they had it unlocked for cash. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so yeah, Karan Gazelle, and then the Rat Rig or whatever it's called, the level oh, four six rig. B three TM. The old. Trust yeah, me. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> um, the boy. It was pretty interesting because you. One of the things that kept c- coming up because I'm like working on a video on how like Axel and uh, Del Hero won their divisions. Yeah. So I got like their vods and I'm like going through and everything. But um one of the things that kept coming up is like towards like the second half of the event, you start seeing people coming in like really low gear, like struggleville, like a shotgun and <laughs> that's it. Or like a yeah. pistol and that's it. It's like there's a clip on I think in a Div- division someone hatched another guy. <laughs> or maybe it was Europe. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, dude, that's great. <laughs> But that. uh yeah, it's like and then, then it's like this whole RNG element to it as well. Like say you spawn in and you're the guy in like first place and you're all geared up. You have like an HK of like the best trader parts on it and like your class five vest and your cause the meta once you had enough money, the meta was the um the Vulcan helmet, I wanna say. Because it was a class oh, six yeah. head and then a class four face shield. So it was like pretty meta for mm-hmm. that event. And um then you're going up against people with like pistols <laughs> and shotguns, <laughs> and you're like a juggernaut. But you could get in theory, you could get in the lobby with a bunch of people who are at the at the bottom of the food chain, yeah. right? They're like in last place, so they're almost like feeding you kills mm. in a way. But it's, it's kind of like RNG, depending on who. You get. Yeah, it is kind of like RNG, um, which is just the nature of the game and everything. Um, but I think it's interesting because it. it I, I feel like the people that really caught on to the the meta, like Del Hero and Axel, they both were just like MDR, the five five six MDR, like through and through. That was like their that, and then like Class Four Rig, and then once they like were starting to gain a lead, they started like investing more in armor and yeah. like better mods and better guns and stuff. But uh, it was it's really I thought that was pretty cool. I thought it was pretty cool. It's cool, like seeing people adapt like that and stuff, and then and then winning because kind of their like good decision making as well as their gameplay. That's like that's, yeah, that's nice, yeah. Right? It's like, it's strategy like a perfect melody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was a pretty cool depth to see in the uh, event. So awesome. Yeah, yeah. I wish I'd see more of it, but uh, <laughs> good to know that it's you know it was, it was an interesting watch, right? That's kind of that's kind of what people want. Yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I look forward to more. What else they can do? All right. Um, last closing thoughts. Closing thoughts. Gosh. More Punisher. I hope to enter the next one. We'll see. It'd be quite fun. I'd like to do it. Yeah, I might do it as well. We'll see. It's just it's a it's a good exercise for yourself anyway to just like try it out and uh, and and go for it. I mean, it's like there's these guys are just like so insanely good that there's not really any chance but it's more just about doing it for the experience because it'd just be fun to do just as a thing yeah. but i'm glad it's going well i'm glad it's going well 
Um, what's next? We've got we've got any more? We've got anything coming up soon? More tourneys? I can't remember. Uh, I think there's um. Is there a rivals one coming up at some point? Yeah, there is a rivals one. They mentioned that. I think Evasion's doing a duo event right now, or is like coming up this weekend. I think BSG might have some involvement with that, and um, I think there's a rivals coming up a little bit later. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see. But uh, yeah, looking forward to that, and uh, looking forward to the next the next patch, I suppose, to kind of break us out of the the dry spell. That's and it. the goog. That's it. All right. <laughs> Bye. <No. laughs> yeah, I guess we'll wrap it up there and um, see you guys next week. Catch you later, everyone.